the only podcast that puts its money where its mouth is. I'm your host, Rich Ryan, and I'm joined by my fellow members of the collective, the disciple, Brett Colson, Donnie D.P. Peters, and the resident moose himself, Mo Nuara. No, you don't have to check the calendar or your watch or however you tell the date. This is a Thursday or maybe be Wednesday night you're hearing this if you're a super degen and you're slamming the refresh button. Uh, emergency pod here recording on Wednesday night. And no, it is not because we had a great week. One, three, and one uh, against the spread last week in week nine, currently sitting at 23, 20, and two. It's because uh, I'm going on holiday. So I will not be where I reside on Friday. And on top of that, Thursday night football is a little interesting. So the collective has it um, at least in consideration. Uh, trust the process is going out the window, Joel Embiid. See ya. Done with it. <laughs> I mean, when you see this this line in the Browns Ravens game, you not that we are guaranteeing that it's going to be on the card, but we are at least guaranteeing that we are including it in our debate talks and our rankings for this week. Correct. We we certainly have it as part of our process. Um, Brett, what do you what do you what do you think about including? Thursday night football. I mean, I wanted to start this in week one, so it was about wow. fucking time. Wow! And Mo, we would have nailed a bunch of the Thursday games Mo, early on. Mo, the guy, yeah, we would have actually. Mo, the guy who grinds the injury report harder than anybody. Uh, you have to be a little concerned because uh, we're not going to have that extra information if that is the Browns get on the card. Yeah, I don't know if I'm comfortable with this. I tried to ignore that when I did my rankings, though. You Rest find out shirt. a lot about yourself when you're out of your comfort zone, though, Mo. There you go. Is Donnie, Donnie, Donnie should write postcards. Yeah, home, get get a homework job. The the one uh, the one thing that's great about doing this, not at six a.m. but at seven p.m. is I can drink a beer while doing the podcast, which is uh, which is always good. Uh, having a nice Newcastle Brown, you know, a little four. P- 4.7% alcohol, a little greater than those crappy American beers. Anybody, anybody else? That's not even a beer. That this beer is disgusting, and really? I had way too wow. many beers last night. <laughs> Newcastle's You're just getting delicious. ripped on. I know, right? And if you didn't have way too many beers last night, you're not living your life right. <laughs> I'm still drunk from last night. Was that your, your biggest moose, uh, Mo, of all time? Yeah, that was by far the biggest moose. Uh... That was, I lost the biggest bet I've ever placed, and uh, the next four years in the country I live in are going to be a complete shit show. We're going to build a wall. Yeah, he said the wall is on. It's (laughs) happening. Great. And Mexico's going to pay for it. Um, Let's look at the contest real quick. So over the last two weeks, uh, this is... Really hypothetical and really, really crazy. At 23, 20, and 2, we are currently tied for 440th, which is uh, not excellent. But how about this? This is crazy. If we ran way above expectation the last couple of weeks, and let's say just for hypothetical sake, uh, we went 5-0 and in both Week 8 and Week 9, uh, that would give us... An additional, quick math, do 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 five points, which would bring us instead to do 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 twenty nine points, which would put us 
tied for 12th. So while we're having a horrible couple of weeks, all that, that was a very roundabout way to say, the contest is horrific right now. Uh, you would know this if you went to a fantasy super contest. Dot com. Donnie, you and I were discussing in the office, office the leader right now, leaders tied at 31 and a half. There are four of them. What, what was rounding again last year? 37? Uh, yeah, last year at this point, rounding again, who was the leader at this point and also went on to win the contest, had 37 points. The year before that, 2014, uh, the leader at this point had 34 points. So a bit behind pace this year, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, we're in whatever, 400th place or whatever the heck you just said, but we're only seven and a half points out of first. Drawing super live. I mean, if. Did they ever figure out if rounding again was a robot? Yeah, he was just oh, a regular He was a real dude. person because they had a picture of him. Yeah, I believe, uh, was it Dave Turley? Somebody did a, a nice interview with uh, rounding again who would only give his first name and last initial. And he was just one dude who would just cap the lines. And, uh, he grinded the capping of the lines all week. Yeah, and you know what he was big on, Mo? The injury report. He was uh, he was very keen on those Friday practice reports. So, just another reason why this episode, the Week Ten episode, may be a complete dumpster fire. Um, but let's move on to Week Ten. Uh, each week, we give you our number one picks against the spread. And as the contest leader, at least within the group, at 25, 18, and 2, I will allow Donnie to unveil his very unsurprising number one selection this week. Patriots minus 7.5. Told you guys I was sticking the Patriots at the top of my card. I am not backing down from that until they prove me wrong. Under Brady this year, the Patriots are winning by more than 16 points. Their average spread in those games has been over 8 points. Uh slightly over eight points, they're winning by double that. I mean, the Seahawks defense, uh, you know, Rich can, can tout them as the best Seahawks defense that he's ever seen and that they're amazing and this and that. But, they, you know, they had the battle against the Buffalo friggin' Bills last week. They're on a short week. They gave up 25 points to the Bills, who have a horrible offense. And the Bills were writing it into the end and threatening to score with, you know, under a minute left to, to take the lead in the game. So... I'm not sold. I think the Patriots are They're going to roll. They're going to roll over the Seahawks here. Well, the line is 7.5 in the contest and on Pinnacle, and people are lining up to bet the New England Patriots. 81% of the public are on the Pats, according to thespread.com. Two very highly rated teams in DVOA. New England fifth overall, Seattle third overall. Wait, did he say the... Bills have a terrible offense. Yeah, I was going to get to that next. Um, yeah, Tyra Taylor and Co. are pretty good. They're number six in offense DVOA. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I, 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 sometimes I, I look with my eyes and, you know, I just see that they're just bad. So you didn't Their watch, running game is great. So you didn't watch Monday night's game then because they played excellent. I mean, well, when you play against a bad defense, it's fine. <laughs> I understand. I get it, Rich. Oh, funny. Uh, We're split on this game. Uh, Brett also is laying the wood with the Patriots. He's got them in the middle middle of his pack. I got got you, DP. I got you. Um, Mo and I both have the Hawks. Both have them in our top five. uh, And I have the Hawks as my number one pick. I will say that the Seattle defense has regressed towards the mean. Uh, They are no longer the top-rated defense in DVOA either. Uh, Phil Philly has been the number one defense for a few weeks now, 
uh, but Seattle uh, was near the top. They've regressed down to six, but I'm not digging them because of that Buffalo performance. Uh, Buffalo is a, is a great offense. Uh, I just saw see some mistakes and some softness in that zone uh, that both the Saints and the Bills were able to exploit. But seven and a half points. I mean, that's just ludicrous. These two teams are really close to one another. Uh, neutral fields, maybe the Pats are like two-point favorites, maybe a field goal. Even then, uh, I still kind of love the Hawks. But, I mean, these are two elite teams. To hang seven and a half is, is pretty ludicrous to me. Um, Mo, where are you at in this game? Obviously high, but uh, why are you high in the Hawks? Well, I've got the Pats minus three ish neutral yeah i don't see them being that much better than uh than this hawks team i mean look at who the patriots have been playing i mean yeah they're just rolling over people but you know they haven't faced a defense like this yet and uh (laughs) just rolling over people yeah i mean this is a different beast of you know different beast this defense is going to be a lot tougher uh I don't obviously think anybody can really s- slow down Gronk since he's GOAT. But, uh, man, I-, I just think this Hawks pass rush is going to be able to put pressure on Immobile Brady. And uh, when they do, the Patriots might have to punt once or twice. And this Pats defense looked, you know, they- they've looked all right. But ben, their, don't pass break. Defense, their pass defense is ranked among the worst in the league. And... Russ, uh, Russ is looking pretty good I was gonna right say, now. Russ looks like he might be back because that Bills defense is among I mean, he can't, he can't run among but. among the best in the, uh, I guess they they've plummeted looking at DVOA twenty second, but you, you would think the Bills defense are from a pressure standpoint and from a scheme standpoint with Rex. There's m- many more defenses you'd like to face as opposed to the Buffalo defense, and Russ yeah, looked he, really good. I mean, he's really struggling scrambling right now, but. He's throwing some strikes. I mean, those drops into Jimmy Graham's pocket were nice. Uh, and then, yeah, you got uh, public 81% on the Pats here. This is Illum waiting to happen if Illum actually shows up for this season. I, I think they might have headed for the hills, So, so I don't know. You hear that sound? That's a loom selling everything on Monday evening and then buying it back on Tuesday when it got really low uh, during the whole Trump mess. Yeah, where where has been a loom? Las Vegas has gotten slaughtered these last two weeks, unsurprisingly, as has the collective, sharper than the devil's dick as we are. Um, but a loom has to rear their ugly heads at some point, and this seems like, I mean, seven and a half is just... It, it's just a stupid line. Um, Does this qualify as a loom? When 81% of the public is on one side, yeah. I think anytime yeah. it's 80-20, a loom is, uh, is circling. But what if yeah. it should be 90? They're circling the wagons here. If the Pats lose outright here, Donnie, are you going to stop putting them at your number one pick? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'll tick them down a few spots, yeah. <laughs> tick them down. I mean, I have to watch the game, you know. I got to see what, what, what happens. 
are you how they lose? I mean, maybe, you know, Brady turns an ankle and he goes out. Then, of course, I'm not taking him out of my top spot. But, you know, things could happen. They could look bad. But right now they look like the world beaters that they are. And I'm not taking them out of my top spot. I was thrilled, by the way. So just so you guys know, I submitted my card and I forgot a game in it. So I only had the Patriots ranked as 13 points. And then when Rich told me I forgot a game and I knew that I could bump the Patriots up to 14 points, the smile on my face was massive excellent ear to ear excellent uh let's move on to brett who has a consensus pick as his number one pick it's a home team not laying any points though but not a home dog it's a pick em. who you got brett yeah, yeah i've got the eagles at home as a pick em against the falcons i love the spot for the eagles coming off a tough loss divisional game last week everyone's off this team right now after the hot start You've got the most bet-on team in the NFL with their flashy offense in Atlanta going into a hostile environment here. This is a fun game. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this game because you've got the best defense in the NFL, according to DVOA, against the best offense. I'm focusing on the other side of the ball, though, here. I really like Carson Wentz to bounce back uh, again. He's been horrendous in his last four starts, but three of those games were on the road, and the other game was at home against the Vikings. And now he gets the Falcons, who are 21st in pass defense DVOA. They're terrible at defending both tight ends and running backs out of the backfield uh, in the passing game. And that's where the Eagles have, or they're strong in both those areas. So uh, I also love the the way the public is betting this game. 85% right now on the, on the Falcons. I just don't, I don't see it here. I, I think the Eagles just win this game outright and they might win it easily. I, I'm just not, I'm not buying into the Falcons here. I think the Eagles are, they just might be better. Donnie and I also have this game in our top five. Mo, a little less confident towards his lower tier, so I'll let him hop in here. Matt Ryan on the road. This feels like that Titans game last year, Mo. Uh, I'm surprised to see that you're not as high on the Eagles. I initially was a lot higher, actually, and then uh, I moved it down a little bit. I do think the the line is a little bit off, and the Eagles should be favored. Uh, I wouldn't have them very much of favorites though i i believe i capped this at minus one yeah i i just uh i worry a little bit about carson wentz uh he's been pretty bad lately and it seems like uh they're going with you know a little bit more conservative game plans and i think you just you know you want to be pretty aggressive against this falcons defense they're not very good but uh I do like the spot overall, so um, not uh, opposed to this one at all. It's funny. Doug Peterson at the beginning of the year, and this is probably a factor of the Eagles beating up on bad teams like the Browns and the Bears. It seemed like Doug Peterson was the creative guy in Kansas City that may have been suppressed by Andy Reid's conservative nature. And now these last couple of weeks, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that guy was the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. Because everything is so condensed. Every throw is so short. Brett put it perfectly, I think, when he was talking about Wentz. We all got really excited when he had those soft matchups. We're pulling the reins really hard now when he's had very difficult matchups. And now we'll just let uh, we'll just let it play out. And he'll be more of what he is, which is probably near average rookie quarterback. Not going to be great, but not going to make the same types of mistakes that really bad rookie quarterbacks like a Geno Smith uh, would make. So with that, if Wentz can just play okay, 
I love this spot for the uh, Eagles to bounce back after a series of losses and beat the Falcons. Um, as surprised as I was to see Mo having this low, I was shocked to see DP have the Eagles in his top five. You are a huge believer in this Falcons team. Uh, what made you rank the Philly where where you got them? I know, I know. I'm, I'm like, I, I told you guys, I was, I was pretty much all in on the Falcons, and I still am. But you, you know, you have to lose every, every once in a while. So I'm, I'm gonna give them the loss here, and I just think, I think this is the Elam game. Uh, you know, I just think what's like 87 percent or something like that, 86 percent are on the, on the Falcons here. I mean, it's just the, the Eagles' stock is super low. The Falcons' stock is very high. They're coming off two wins: one against uh, Green Bay, the other against uh, the the Bucks. Not that the Bucks are anything good, but it was on Thursday night football in front of a lot of people, and they blew them out. So, you know, and I think this is the game where uh, you know Cutie Pie, uh, Matty Ryan, there pukes up all over himself. I mean, he's going into Cutie this pie. this stadium in Philadelphia where it's just this this vile mess. I mean, Philadelphia is just. It's horrible. It's a horrible place. It really is. And people that can survive there, they're they're just they're of a different breed. They're like they're like swamp things. Okay, Matt Ryan is like used to getting manicures and pedicures down in Atlanta and living in his nice southern house and all that sort of thing. He's not gonna know what to do what? in Philadelphia on the road. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just it's it's, what it's not it's just great. not gonna happen. You have to have a different sort of mindset. You know, a mentality about life. Like you, you gotta be a sick human being to live in Philadelphia. Matt Ryan, not that guy. Sorry, puke all over himself all game long. Brett Colson, sick human being, once lived in the city of brotherly love. How? That's you, why I, I love Brett. How'd you make it out? out? I I couldn't stay there any longer because, like DP said, it's just a different breed. I hate. You also Philly. went to Buffalo, so it's not like you know you went you went <laughs> yeah. from like one shithole to the other. What <laughs> Buffalo? We're we're nice people in Buffalo, man. Philly, those those people yeah, are just people miserable. In Philly are. Yeah. Swamp. Shout out to our, our Eagles fans, listeners. Yeah, I was going to say, we just lost one of the largest municipalities in the entire United States. Eagles fans listen to podcasts too, guys. That <laughs> tip Michael Jordan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Amen to that. Uh, even though they did, uh, they did uh, vote Trump. Good job, Pennsylvania. Well done. Well done. Uh, Mo Desmond Desmond Trufant being out here could be big too. Oh, for our first injury report from uh, from Mo nurses Mo, uh, yeah, Des Trufant uh, could be a big loss for Atlanta uh, and just allows Carson Wentz to. Uh, yeah, this defense already sucks. Get so. a few paper paper cuts in. I, I am impressed with uh, both Deion Jones and Devondre Campbell, two rookies that are just slotted in and playing. Uh, nickel corner and they've been pretty fantastic in coverage uh i i will give uh the falcons that they they kind of understand that base defense is nickel now so they drafted two guys that could really cover at linebacker and they've they've panned out uh very quickly so i will uh give a little hat tip there to uh the falcons organization um mo we have another alumi pick uh at the top here for you uh, I kind of referenced last year's version of this game when uh, the Falcons went in as short favorites into Tennessee. Now it's the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, and the whole world is on Green Bay, and you are taking the two and a half with the Titans. Tell us why. Oh, yeah. This is uh, line it up, Illum. They're calling this one in for sure. Uh, where Where do we got this one? 84% just hammering the road favorite. We got a 84% hammered road favorite and an 84% hammered all offense road favorite. 
these are the teams you've got to fade. Uh, well, all offense in the eyes of the the betters anyway. This Packers defense has regressed, though, uh, especially against the run. They are down to sixth on football outsiders. And the Titans can run the ball like nobody's business here. I capped this one at – where did I cap this one? I capped this one as a pick em. So I, I don't think – I think the Packers being more than minus six at home – uh, would be a no-go for me. This team isn't very good. Um, the Colts walked into Lambeau. The terrible Colts walked into Lambeau and won outright last week. And um, it shouldn't have been as close as it was. Uh, they were up, what was it, like 31-10, to 10, something like that? I and mean, they were up huge. Uh, I don't think this Packers team, I mean, especially, you know, after the Vikes lost in the in the early game, I mean, they had a golden opportunity there and just couldn't even win as minus seven and a half favorites at home. And the Colts ran away with that game, too. It wasn't like a close game or, you know, backdoor yeah, coverage. It shouldn't have been as close as it was. Right. The, the Colts really ran away with that game. Uh, I hate the Titans more than anyone and still have this right outside my top five. Donnie uh, thinks Mike Malarkey has M&Ms for brains. He has this in his lower tier. And then there's Brett, the guy who's touted the Titans <laughs> more than anyone on planet Earth. He's got the Packers. Granted, it is his very last pick. Uh, this is the same scenario as last week. You were a lone wolf on Goat at home. Now you've got Goat on the road against your favorite team in the National Football League. I know it's a coin flip because it's at the bottom, but I still need you to, to uh, explain yourself. Yeah, of course. I mean, I just wanted nothing to do with this because what the Titans do well, the Packers are good at stopping. They are good at stopping the run. Uh, I mean, Indianapolis had zero rushing game last week. They did everything through the air, uh, and they've been good all season. And the Titans just can't they can't move the ball through the air. They did last week, but I guess it's, it's the Chargers. Like, this is just a different story. I, I just... This this was an actual coin flip for me because I do like the Titans, but I just don't I don't see them winning this game most of the time. Clay Matthews might sit though. Injury report. I need a sounder. I need a sounder for like uh um like some kind of hospital or a heartbeat heart monitor. You need an ambulance siren. Yeah, Yeah. I need the Madden ambulance. That's what I need. Different, Different defense without Clay Matthews. Uh, we will see. If I mean, both these teams suck. Come on. They're just horrible. Uh, I'm swinging closer to your side of the uh, the argument here, uh, DP, but I'm still I I can't uh, give in to them just straight up sucking. I will. I mean, say, they're they're overrated. That's for damn sure. But well, yeah, the public. I, loves- I'm I'm swinging just to straight sucking. As yeah. long as uh, McCarthy's coaching, they suck. <laughs> All right, so we've got Hawks for me. Donnie's got the Pats. Brett's got the Eagles which is a consensus pick. And Moe's got the Titans, who have three of the four hosts. And I'll remind you that in games where uh, the collective has a majority, we're picking at 55%, dipped down a little bit last week, 3-6-1, and one, but 55%, 55-47-3. and three. This could have easily been consensus, too. Yeah, if the, uh, if the coin came up, Titans, tails, Titans is tails. Uh, we uh, we would have had another consensus pick. Uh, but now it's time to flip the script and get to 
some lone wolves. Before we get to the lone wolves themselves, I got to tell you guys about fantasysupercontest.com. Have you not been following us on there? It's the only way to track the Las Vegas Super Contest and the collective. We now have a gaggle of teams, four teams tied at the top of the contest at 31 and a half points. And the only one that had a solid week last week was old Psalm 86, a four and one against the spread and some very sharp selections with the Jags plus seven Giants minus two and a half Baltimore as a pick and Oakland as a pick as their winners. The only loser was a another very sharp selection. Uh, they were one of the few people that took the three and a half points with the Niners. 30 of their picks this season have been underdogs. Uh, and they are now co-leaders in the contest. Again, all have you guys a- actually read Psalm eighty-six? Uh, I have not, but there's no way this guy is not winning the contest. Just, just so you know, well, you cannot read Psalm eighty-six at fantasysupercontest.com. But you can get all. He the needs stats. to put it on. He needs to put it on his profile. <laughs> what is Psalm eighty-six? Do you have it up? I mean, it's it's long, but you know, it just talks about like, uh, "Hear me, Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy." That's how it starts off, okay? So, you know, he's just he's just praying for it. He says, for you are great and do marvelous deeds. That's later on. He also says, arrogant foes are attacking me, oh God. Ruthless people are trying to kill me. I can only think that he's talking to his opponents in the super contest there. I mean, it just seems it just seems like this is just, it just it's a lining up for him to win. He's going on a run, Psalm 86. He also submitted his team name in all caps, which if you look at the top 10... That's the way to go. Yeah, what the? What is that? Dude, ours is in all caps. Well, we're not in the top ten. Maybe that's an omen. Yet, yet. Maybe it's because we're not religious. Oh, well, ye- let's fix this l- next year. I'm gonna start praying, and we're gonna put it in all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ye doth write thou name in all of capiths, and thou shalt cover against thy spread. Lone wolf time. We all have a lone wolf selection this week. In fact, everybody's got two except for Donnie. Who just has one, and I, I'm going to be honest. So I'm going to let you go first, Donnie. Uh, you had no idea. You completely forgot that this was the 14th game that eventually pushed the Pats up to uh, to 14 instead of 13. You just threw it in there. You didn't think clearly, uh, and you took the field goal with the Panthers over the Chiefs. Again, super low. You had it in your bottom tier, your second-to-last pick. But uh, any thoughts here, or were you just uh, scrambling to, to get ready for the pod? Uh, no, because I had written this down beforehand. Um, I just forgot to include it when I sent you the list. But I I just kind of view this as when the Cardinals went to Carolina and played against the Panthers, and the Panthers ended up uh, destroying them. I just, I don't know. I'm not I'm not very high on the Chiefs. I just, I don't know. I just, something about Andy Reid. He's just he's too vanilla for me. I, it just drives me nuts. And, you know, I think the Panthers at home, they're, they're all right. They're nothing special, but they're all right enough to, you know, be able to win this this game here by four or five points. And, you know, I don't, I don't think it's a lock by any means. That's why it's my second lowest game. But, you know, I'm just going to take the home team here and hopefully we get some uh, cam magic. How many locks do you have on the card this week? Oh, yeah. How many locks? Oh, uh, all but my final three. Okay. And yeah. the Titans were my last one from the bottom, and I love them. 
So this is not a lot. Everyone else, I mean, my top five, I might be broke if any games lose this week because I'm going to go nuts. Brett had the Chiefs uh, in the lower-ish tier of his card. Mo had them right outside his top five. And I got the Chiefs as my second highest pick this week. Alex Smith, Jesus himself, is back. Uh, man, I just don't believe in this this Panthers team. They come off a bye, and they kind of beat a sleepwalking Cardinals team to death. And then they come out west, and man, the Rams. What a disaster of a professional football franchise. Uh, I can't believe how much confidence I had in that team to compete. Uh, and they, they win that game, but even against that bad Rams team, it wasn't like they won it decidedly. I still have huge questions about their secondary, um, and the Chiefs are just efficient as hell, man. They just go out and they just play good football. Uh, offensive rating took a hit last week, thanks to Nick Foles, the woat himself. Cavalry riding in, y'all. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think we Alex s- Smith back. I think we see the Chiefs get back on track. What a uh, injury, man. What a uh, how we feel about Macklin this week. Yeah, I'm not sure about Macklin. Macklin cost um, us a point for fuck's sake. Yeah, it seems uh, like, I mean, if I had to guess, I would say he sits. But, <clears throat> I mean, you know, we'll see. There's still a long way to go. But uh, Alex is coming back. Ware's coming back. And maybe most importantly, it's Justin Houston time. Oh, the best still, player still alive? on the team. He's still a thing? Coming back, baby. He's not uh... a... Yeah. He's not having brunch with Brashad Perriman and Kevin White and all the uh, the players that allegedly play in the NFL that I've never seen on the pitch before. Um, yeah. He's going to introduce himself to Cam Newton very rudely. Oh, man, you hate... This is a great game for you as a Chiefs fan. You hate scam. You cannot wait for this game. Uh, I will be really happy if Justin Houston gets a few sacks in this game. <laughs> uh, it does worry me a little bit that... Um, the Chiefs like to run the ball so much, and you just really need to pass against this Panthers team. But uh, hopefully, you know, Travis like they, Kelsey can do some damage. Yeah, it's not like and, they can't pass. It's kind of like they just choose not to. Right. They just don't very much. Yeah, so yeah. Andy Reid, he's, he's a, he, he'll get his shit together. He'll, he'll do the right thing. Adam Gase didn't last week. Uh, that was a miraculous cover, thanks to a kick return by Kenyon Drake. Uh, but I trust Reed as a as a strategist to to come in here and do the right thing. By the way, for those of you that don't follow us on Twitter um, and are confused as to what I said about losing a point or about our record this week, uh, Brett switched his veto from the Raiders to the Chiefs, which in hindsight made total sense because he had the Chiefs as his number one selection last week, and it was a bit of a sour beat for us because it was a crappy Blake Bortles backdoor cover. Uh, but man, that hurt for me to, to be wrong about the Raiders and then not get anything for it other than three lost pizzas. Uh, that was pretty brutal, Brett. Really hurt. I should have known the Bortles would do that to me. Really hurt. Um, no. we'll get to your lone wolf here. Uh, we obviously said that you had the Packers as your last pick. This one's in your, uh, your top five. Uh, so do you, do you want to wager a guess? Probably seems obvious now that I said that. No, not really. Uh, let's see. Me? Is it the Jets? It is not the New York Jets. Not the Jets. Oh, it's got to be the Saints then. It is the Saints minus the two and a half against 
the Denver Broncos. I'm the only one on this? What Yo, you're on crack, on? man. You are on drugs. What Brett is going the hell are you teams. doing? Uh, Brett? Your card upside down. <laughs> yeah, that's Brett's fading all of his teams. Serious what is question. Happening? Turn your card the other way. <laughs> Did you guys watch this defense on Sunday night? Against start this Denver defense? Against it's, not, it's not this is not the Denver defense. Against start the car. One bad game. Isn't that yeah, start the car? Oakland's got a really good offense. Isn't that the greatest quarterback in the <laughs> league, according to the Mo? Saint, the Saints don't have a good offense? It's not start the car. Look, I, this one's going to come down to the to the practice report, and well, it might not if we end up submitting this card on Thursday. But uh, look, if the Broncos are without Talib, they might not have TJ Ward this week. Derek Wolf, Derek Wolf, didn't, done. Yeah, didn't practice. This Broncos defense already bad against the run. They're twentieth in the league. If they don't have some of these starters on defense, they're going to be in trouble this week in the Superdome against Breeze. Fine, even if those guys do play. So I'm all over the Saints here if they don't play. We might not have that information before we submit our card, which sucks. But I think the Saints are easily the right side here. Crack Here's the thing. So much of it. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'd be a lot more worried about this Broncos defense if the Saints committed to uh, using their best running back, but instead they're going to insist on giving 15 carries to Tim Hightower. And something Tim Hightower is, uh, I know maybe is you don't believe this, producing. Brett, but is, is quite a large downgrade from Mark Ingram. Ingram ran for 150 on 10 carries last week. What did Hightower run for? 80 on 20? He still had a pretty nice game. You are the biggest Hightower truther because he won you a title in bird shirts last year. This is absolutely yeah, congratulations. true. <laughs> and also, fuck off. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing better for Simeon to to get back on track, and you know, in terms of you know being an NFL QB, than playing against this horrible Saints defense. Football is not an NFL QB. Football Outsiders also has New Orleans as the number one run blocking offensive line. So, I mean, something Hightower might be producing, but. It's and big, he still can't get more than three yards of pop. It's the big boys up front that are uh, making holes and, and making things happen for him. Uh, Simeon, yeah, not very good on uh, on old Monday night. But, man, didn't didn't uh, Mac have five sacks last year against the Broncos? And they still refused to cover the right tackle with a tight end on literally every uh, passing play. It's mind-blowing from, from Kubiak uh, and the guys in Denver. Like, Khalil Mack is a monster. You need to help You need to help those guys out. Yeah, you would think they would have learned from what Oakland was doing, which was keeping an extra tight end in and right. an extra offensive lineman in to go against Vaughn Miller. It's pretty much the same exact thing. Just copy them. Right, right. Just, just coaching, man. They just don't make the... Uh, the right decisions. Um, you guys still haven't made a case for Denver yet. Uh, the Saints suck. I don't know. Are the Saints are, are are the Broncos only a half point better than New Orleans? That's a thing. I think right now, maybe. No, that's an insanity. Yeah, the New Orleans defense is really bad. I mean, I, I was. It, I was. See, you can't look at it that way when the Saints are playing in the Superdome because it's skewed. yeah, it's definitely different. I mean, I. I initially like loved the Broncos, but then I started uh, looking at the injuries and then looking at like what happened the past few weeks and 
I only have this one as a point off, but that said that I still do see value in the Broncos. Yeah, nobody has this higher than Mo. Moses had this at an 8 out of 14. Uh, Donnie, although he thinks every team uh, that he picks above his 30 is, is the best ever, he also has this in the middle of the pack at a 7. And I had this at the bottom. Same same thing as Mo. I started out loving this game, uh, and then I moved it down, although I think Denver's still the right side. Uh, I think there's a bit of an alum factor in this game, too. I think the Saints are back to being a big, big public favorite. Yeah, sixty-five percent on uh, on the Saints here. Um, I guess. Yeah, I mean they they they've won they've won three of the last four. I believe they beat the Panthers, they beat the Seahawks. Uh, they you know they walloped the 49ers. It's the 49ers, but they still you know they put up a ton of points on the road. I think people are just loving the Saints again. And what was it last year, Mo, or the year before when you spent all year just fading the Saints nonstop? I mean, it seems like it's starting to turn back that way when you know everyone's just going to be lining up to bet on the saints yeah that was my most reliable fade you i think it was last year you just faded the saints weekly especially when they were on the road speaking of fades mo is uh fading nfc east teams with his two lone wolves he's uh taking the steelers minus two and a half at home against zeke uh and also taking the two points with the Bengals on uh, on Monday Night Football against the Giants, uh, both of them are in your lower half, Mo. Uh, which one do you want to stand up on a table for, or either? Bengals coin flip ish for me. Um, but man, my square sources tell me <laughs> they the squares are all in on Dallas this week. Oh yeah, look at the public, man. I'm right there with them. All in. 76% on Dallas. This is the week shit goes south for Dallas, I think. They are begging you to take Dallas. I mean, to hang that minus two and a half number on the Steelers after that absolute bed shitting last week. I mean, could the Steelers have looked any worse? Uh, But man, I, I think... I don't think Dallas is much better than Pittsburgh at all if Ben's healthy. We don't know what exactly his status is, but, I mean, we have to assume I think he'll be a little better than last week. And he had to knock some rust off um, heading home after just being in a real, real tough uh, environment there in Baltimore against a really tough defense. I think, I think the squares go broke here and... Pitt does it but that said it's really hard for me to be confident uh, until I see Roethlisberger play a little better uh, we all have the Cowboys obviously uh, I've got them in the middle of the pack as does Brett the biggest uh, Cowboys Zeke reporter uh, Zeke supporter of us all and uh, Donnie who was very vocal there uh, on uh, the absolute Spongebob square pants wagon has them in his number two pick. Uh, tell us why you yeah. like the boys. Not a be- square is that wall of an offensive line that Dallas has that is going to <laughs> run over 
the Steelers. I mean, it's uh, listen, Big Ben didn't do himself any favors last week when he came back early. He just got banged up. He didn't look good at all. Did you see when he ran that he had that scramble for the touchdown? I mean, he, he looked like my grandpa running out there. That was it looked horrible. You know, my grandpa's got two knee surgeries and probably runs better than Big Ben out there. It's it, I don't think that this is a good spot uh, for Dallas at all. So, you know, call me square, call me Joe Public, whatever you want to say, but I am lining up to fire all in on the Cowboys. They are legit. They're doing extremely well against the spread this year and i just think that they are the far superior team in this spot it does scare me seeing that uh that public number and man the line just really stinks too um but uh, and there's no one dumber than than mike tomlin i mean that guy is like he is the epitome of like looking cool but he doesn't have a freaking brain like he's the dumbest person in the world ah Man, I'm so Keep ready. Wearing those sunglasses on the sideline, Mr. Tomlin. I'm so, I'm so absolute <laughs> dolt. That guy. Man, the state of Pe- the state of Pennsylvania is uh, <laughs> is just done with uh, with Donnie Pierce. Uh, I can't wait till the uh, Penn State uh, ranch sneaks its way into the show. Dak has to fall apart at some point, right? Like yeah, this is not the week. This is the week Romo comes riding in. No way. <laughs> Pittsburgh cannot get pressure on the quarterback. Last in the NFL in sacks. Dak is just going to sit back there and pick this defense apart. Not only this, can you, they not get pressure, they're playing Dallas yeah. with the best offensive line. So it's not like you know they're just going to walk up there and get a bunch of you know cones to run around. It's Dallas. Yeah, I love I love Dak this week. This is my DFS, but I think there's going to be a lot of points this week or in this game. All right. I've got yeah, fire the over. I'm with that. Yeah, I, mean, but I, I don't see if Ben is remotely healthy. I don't see, see them getting slowed down much either. See, that's where I'm looking at right now. And I'm kind of somewhat rethinking my Cowboys selection as I'm looking at the total second highest of the of the week at 49 and a half. And if this game hits the total, the Steelers are going to win. Like Dallas does not do well if this game goes, you know, 30, 24. Uh, that's not a, that's not what Dallas is looking to do. What? Why do you say that? They score every time they have the ball. Dallas is going to win this game thirty to seventeen. It's not even going to be close. I don't know. I just I don't I I don't not see, even close. I don't see shootouts favoring Dallas. Anytime a game is in neutral game script, that's when Dak has looked his looked his worst. At least again, that Eagles game is prime example of Dak in a game that's competitive just not being very good the giants game as well week one so but i i still give the edge to the boys i have two lone wolves but i'm not going to get to them now i'm going to start the card uh because you guys put both of my <laughs> the my uh my lone wolves the other sides on the card so i'll uh i'll argue with you uh right then and there that's so, a good so sign for us <laughs> that is that's fun yeah <laughs> jackasses um so let's get to the card the number one pick this week we have not discussed it it is a consensus pick and it's the reason we're having the podcast right now how the hell were the ravens nine and a half point favorites against the cleveland browns on thursday night and how the hell are we going to punish ourselves once again by having to root for the Cleveland Browns, Can I'm surprised is- the number one our number one pick isn't the Eagles after what we talked about earlier. But I'm fine with the Browns. Eagles are 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 right up next uh, by a smidge. Um, 
Brett had the Browns as his second overall selection. Donnie had them outside of his top five, real close though, and I had them in my top five. Mo, you're the lowest. You have them right in the middle. What's your hesitation here? My hesitation would be it just it seems like the Browns are just done and just complete. They have not been as competitive the last few weeks. I mean, early in the season, uh, they were going hard, playing with a lot of uh, what one of our favorite. People would call heart, lots of heart. Um, yeah, lately, I don't know, man, kind of been folding and just falling behind by 20 every week. But uh, I, I, I didn't cap this one that far off. I had this as Ravens minus eight and a half, if you can believe that. But I'm okay with it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, let's let's do it, Cody Kessler. The more important thing is what side is Kazbek going to have? Ooh, that's a good one. That's he, a real good one. He's taking the points, right? Come on, Kazbek Sharp. I don't know about that, but... Baltimore's offense ranks 32nd, according to DVOA. Uh, Yo, Baltimore bloat. They are are horrible. Defense regressing back to their normal mean, which is elite. Uh, They are fifth overall, according to DVOA. But yeah, their offense is is shit. And uh, in order to cover spreads like this, you need to be able to score. Because one mistake, uh, one bounce of the ball, and all of a sudden Cleveland's in a position to to put some points on the board. and let's not forget the Browns at one point I like Mo has, likes to bring up times in the past freeze frames. Uh, the Browns at one point, this NFL season were up 20 points against the Ravens. So they've got that sour taste. Maybe they'll come out with some, some more heart here and, uh, and get it done on Thursday night. Did we, uh, were we for or trying to fade Browns? We were fading Browns on that, that uh, oh my god that, that game last year that ridiculous blocked field goal return uh, Ravens Browns so we're hoping for the other side this time the old uh, backbreaker backdoor cover by Cleveland which we've we've gotten uh, we've gotten the push and the win most recently uh, number two is the E A G L E S Eagles. Uh, no more to discuss here, so we'll move on to number three, which is a, another home team at a pick'em. Ron Famous. Tampa Bay pick'em against the Bears. I mean, the Bears would be minus six. Yeah, that's insane. This, that's just <laughs> flat out wrong. <laughs> this game was in Soldier Field. Like somebody, like, ent- like had, there was a typo, like when they were entering the numbers. Uh, Jameis, there were concerns about the injury, but it seems like he is a go. Uh, Mo, the injury expert, confirmed, deny. All right. <laughs> he's playing. He's going to play. Playing. I thought, yeah, yeah, I, had I, to, I read I had to double check to make sure, but yeah, he, he's full participant in this, practice. Cause today. this, this game is off the board and it's, because... yeah, I'm just so confused by that. I, I don't know, man. Illum might be cooking up something here. I'm a little worried here, but that said, I also don't... Keep going. No. <laughs> I just don't know if I can ever sign up for the Bears being... I mean, not quite road favorites, but damn close. Might as well be. I mean, might as well be a road favorite. I, I would be on the Bucks if Jameis and Mike Evans are both not playing. Uh, like This no, this, this line is stupid. Well, that's Look, this crazy. is like J- Jay Cutler... 
he's feeling himself, got the big win. He's going to go back to just not giving a fuck, right? Yeah, it's pumpkin time for sure. Um, And Doug Martin? Randomly practice, full participant in practice, it looked like today? Oh, yeah, that little ball of muscles back, baby. Unless that was the old uh, bait and switch, Jekyll and Hyde Twitter video fake out, the Jimmy Garoppolo move. But Dirk Cutter and company don't seem that sharp. At least sharp enough to do that. Uh, who was the lowest on this? It was Yumo. So um, everybody else, Odani did not have this in the top five. Brett did, and I did as well. Who the hell did Mo have in his top five? I feel like none of these have been in Mo's top five. Uh, the next two were both in Mo's top five. Okay. This next one absolutely disgusts me. I cannot believe this is on the card. We have the worst team in the NFL laying points. The Jets, minus one and a half. Oh, like, baby, I love it. Against the Rams. I do not love it. I hate you all. I'm, I might just, I might pull a Donnie and leave the call, but then nobody would be recording. So I begrudgingly have to stick around and hear you guys tell me why the Jets are going to beat another professional football team. What did you say? After the Jets started one and five, you said there's going to be value betting this team the rest of the season. That's what you said, right? Yeah, that's actually true. So then what the hell are you doing here? Not his favorites. Against the Rams? They've lost four in a row. This squad is a disaster. This line should just be three. You hang the three. Yeah, how is this not What the hell is this line? I mean, the Rams are so bad. They are so bad. I don't know how Jeff Fisher has a job. The Rams are bad. So bad for Todd Gurley. Rams are bad, but they're not the worst team in the league, which the Jets are. They are not the worst team. No way. Dude. Yeah, I mean, Todd Gurley. And Todd Gurley might not even play. Could you imagine this team without Todd Gurley? DNP'd I'm today a, in practice. I'm at a loss. I'm usually in max pain having to root for this team, and now I get... Well, tell us tell us why. They're okay, Todd whole... Gurley is the only good player on the team, okay? Stop. First of all, he plays running back on offense anyway. Stop. First of all, he plays running back. Jets eat running backs. Didn't We didn't eat something Jay Ajayi last week. What, he... Yeah, but that's because Jay Ajayi is the GOAT, okay? Jay... Yeah, he might be GOAT, plus... He still, they held him to 100 yards less than he ran on everybody else. <laughs> yeah, that's an accomplishment right there. Yeah, the guy who ran for 200 twice, uh, only 110 against the Jets. Look, I understand. I get the spot. It's nice to not lay a full field goal with a home team when there's two bad teams playing against one another, but the powder keg against an aggressive, blitz-heavy Rams defense... I mean, this has three interception game written all over it. An injured keg at that. I just think the Rams. I think they're. I think they're done. They've given up. They don't. And they what don't are care. the Jets? What are the Jets if not done and completely dusted? Yeah, but they're the home team, and and Fitzpatrick is still out there with something to prove because nobody believes in him in his own words. As they should. Nobody should believe in him. That's fine, but he still he still believes, and that's all we need. Like if- the only way you can attack this Jets team, you exploit this team by passing. Something case he was throwing those lofted interceptions that looked like he was throwing the game. Something that case one in London. Something case dropped three hundred on the Lions not too long ago. The Lions, you're giving the us Lions. that. 
That was the Lions, and it was the injured Lions. That was when the Lions had like half of their second team starting. Rams are 26th in pass offense. They're even worse running the football. They cannot move the ball. I think two things are in play here, uh, both involving Jeff Fisher. One is that I think that he's not going to let Case Keenum throw the ball a lot after last week's performance, which is just completely stupid, but that's how Jeff Fisher operates. Two, I think that Case Keenum is going to have a very short leash this week, and if that happens... Good old Jared Goff is oh, going to yeah. get in the game, that's really, and yeah. that's going to be a party. Okay? That was my other. That was my other reasoning behind Jets. Totally forgot about that. Uh, what if Jared Goff plays? If he just if if Keenum throws a pick in the first quarter, he's he's done. He's gone. He's going to bench him. And then Jared Goff is going to come in and prove why he was the number one overall pick. The legend begins. Even you can't say that with a straight <laughs> face. <laughs> The Jets suck. They shouldn't be favorites against anybody. This is stupid. This is this. I had the Rams as my second to last pick, and I had uh, the opposite side in the next game as my last pick. <sighs> we got the Jags on the card. Yes, I'm so happy. Ow! I am so <laughs> happy. Oh baby, this is this is the spot. You guys don't understand. Listen, the Texans are an absolute joke. The Chiefs were minus seven last week against the Jaguars. This line tells me that the Texans will be minus seven and a half. That's not true because the Texans are not better than the Chiefs. They're just not. It's not yeah, happening. Just, the Texans laughing, suck. This is I don't. This team is so bad. I know the Jags are atrocious, but we need Blake Burles to win outright. That's a thing. Says who? I'm in. I'm totally plus in. one and a half. Where's yeah, Brett at? I want to know where Brett's fine. at. Brett, Brett expressed disgust, but you said this is a lone wolf. I'm pretending this game doesn't exist. <laughs> it was coin flip territory for Brett, second to last. This is brutal. Both these teams suck. Yeah. I want nothing to do with this. Texans. I love. I cannot believe that they made this line more in favor of, of what the Chiefs were against the Jaguars. That is just absolutely mind-boggling to me. When the Chiefs play in the AFC West, where every team, including the Chargers, who I absolutely cannot stand, I think they're the biggest fraud football team in the universe, are better than any team in the AFC South, including the Texans, who are in first place. I mean, I'm worried about Lamar Miller running straight all day. But, man. Texans coming off a bye. Rocket. Great defense, good defense. I, I'm not gonna. Great's a little, a little strong. Yeah, Ivory's been running the ball, and this team can't stop the run. I feel like all the people that are new to being sharp and casually follow Gridiron Gamble and the collective, and uh, they see us pick uh, bad teams, quote unquote. I mean, look at our car. <laughs> this is it's the Browns, Bucks, Jets, and Jaguars. And I bet people think that the Eagles suck too, which is just great. I can't get behind this Jags pick, but I almost I almost dropped my beer there. You're what's the only your, one that has a veto, so yeah, what kind of no. pick that didn't get in? Uh, Hawks, but I'm not I'm not gonna do that because I uh, I respect the collective too much. Although, no, you're uh, smart. That's why you're not gonna do it. Oh, Don't say anything about respect. You're intelligent. Although okay? I, I did veto in a lone wolf last year, so I guess. That whole respect bit goes out the window. Um, do it. 
I'm just. I don't. So what are you thinking about? Let, 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 come on, we can talk about some things. Am I the only one who loved Vikes? Yes, that game was split, and I uh, want nothing to do with that game. And Donnie had it in his bottom one. Uh, I kind of like the Redskins coming off the bye there. I think the Vikings are are bad. I don't know what they are. I can't figure them out. I mean, their offense. They're whatever Sam Bradford is, and that's the problem. Because that guy sucks. They need this, to get that guy defense. off the field. They're this off past defense. Eight Aaron Rodgers. What do you think they're going to do to Kirk Cousins? They're, but the problem is, I don't know how they score. Their offense. Their offensive line is a complete disaster, especially on the road when conditions are not perfect. Thirty second in run blocking and twenty second in pass pro. And the skins eat on defense. They're well rested after the bye. I love Washington in the spot. Um, had them just outside my top five. Uh, I'm gonna trust the collective here. I like it. I have I think you're just a smart just man. because I have wine whining equity. <laughs> this is gonna be an amazing week to sweat, like Donnie said. Here's I can't teams. wait. This holy shit, and we get the start on Thursday. This card, Browns. Eagles, Bucks, Jets, Jags. Where's David Baker? I mean, good God, these quarterbacks are. <laughs> We're squeezed. Yeah, we, our best quarterback is a rookie. We have one team on there that you would consider average or better. Where's Squeaks at? Where are they at? Huh? Who's this got heart? I've got heart. Where, where were you guys on the Chargers game? Donnie's favorite team, the San Diego Superchargers. Who, His two least favorite teams. Who, Point no, I, I'm, I'm literally all in on the Chargers this who, week. Who voted against a new stadium. Hello, Los Angeles. Uh, Donnie had the Chargers in his top five. This was a consensus pick. But because Mo had it at his very last pick. Consensus Brett, coin flip. Brett had this in the bottom, and I had this in my lower half, it did not get on the card. Seems way too square. I, I like I like the Chargers. I don't think the Dolphins are very good. I think Adam Gase showed that he's not very intelligent last week, but not very intelligent is a compliment for that guy. I don't want to be on the same side as uh, the entire freaking universe. Seventy-seven percent laying the four points with the Chargers. Chargers win by fifteen. Easily. Team. The Dolphins are a joke. You have to just line up and just throw with the Chargers because all their games are just 40 to 40, and then whoever wins the last, whoever scores last wins the game. That's how it always is. But the Dolphins aren't going to do that. They're going to continue to just line up on and run on the first two and three downs of, of their series and just they're not going to do anything. It, it's it's a it's a joke. I feel bad. I feel just as bad for Jarvis Landry as I do for for Andrew Luck, for Todd Gurley, for all these guys that are that are really really good football players and just get stuck on these horrible teams with horrible coaches. Uh, so you feel bad about? Uh, I can't even make. The, I can't even bring myself to make the joke about the Patriots <laughs> <laughs> going for the needle there. What do you think about the whole uh, about Lettergate, uh, Donnie? What with the. The Belichick writing an iambic uh, pentameter to uh, to Donald Trump. 
I think he's a double standard idiot sometimes. I mean, he, all he does is he talks about how, you know, it's all about the team. It's it's all about this and that. And, you know, we're not allowed to talk about anything besides football. And then, you know, you don't badmouth the other team or whatever. And then he goes and gets in a, a political debate. And and then, so, so okay, fine. The, whatever. He's the guy, you know, he's, you know, the head honcho. He can do whatever he wants. But he, like, half-assed it. It's, it's a total cop-out. Like, Seattle. he sent a letter. Seattle. And then if you if you listen to the letter or like you know to that donald trump read it's not even like a he didn't even give his full endorsement he kind of like left himself some wiggle room out where there's there's never any full endorsement so i think it's a it's a big cop-out i don't even fully think that that belichick voted for trump i think that trump's a friend and he just said hey seattle you know yeah seattle seattle that was that that guy's a joke he's a total dickhead to the media i mean i love it in a way but he's also a dickhead to the media and this is where your Brady love comes from, because without this man, you just can't confront the fact that Belichick is goat. Belichick is goat, but in order to be goat, it takes you know other parts of that, including goat teams and a goat quarterback, goat, goat tight end. Goat you know, teams. it's just everything's goat that comes out of New England. Goat teams. Is this a Super Bowl preview? Uh, if the Patriots are lucky enough to get there, they're, no, no, Stop because it. they're not playing the Falcons this week. Dallas, Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's the Super Bowl preview. That is not a Super Bowl preview either. Jets, Rams. <laughs> Shit bowl preview. <laughs> yeah. What else could be a Super Bowl preview? Broncos, Saints, Titans, Packers, Chiefs, Panthers, Giants, Bengals. Titans, Panthers, or Packers. That that could actually happen, and that's pathetic. Titans, Packers could happen because of AFC South reasons. That's what that's what I mean. They could easily get in the playoffs, and then who knows? Brady falls dead. You know, the whole world burns, and then we're done. If you guys have your picks that you want to send to us, you can get in our raffle. Uh, be sure to tweet at Gridiron Gamble or send them to Gridiron Gamble Podcast at gmail.com. Donnie tweeted at those of you on Twitter. Uh, that have had winners so far. And there was one correction as well because I'm a complete moron. There was actually two corrections. The other one was via email. There we go. So just, just so you know. I'm the worst. That's what that's what happens. You don't get paid to do this. You just kind of... But that's why we have checks and balances. I'm here to keep you in check. Unlike the American government. RIP checks and balances. Love it. <laughs> the world's going to burn. Brown, speaking of burning, Browns, Eagles... Bucks, Jets, Jags. You guys really put the Jets and Jags in there. Holy hell, man, and this I'm, card. And I'm really going to be salty on Sunday. Follow these idiots on Twitter, at Brett Coulson, C-O-L-L-S-O-N. Why, why am I first? At, alphabetical. Out, at alphabetical Donnie, order, always. At Donnie underscore Peters and at Mo Nuwara, N-U-W-W-A-R-A-H. If you want to see the Skype tilt uh, spill into the social media space, I'm at Rich T. Ryan. Um, best of luck in your betting ventures. Have fun sweating Thursday. Peace out. Peace out.